The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. So I'm confused. Do you you think that you're some kind of a a, a messenger? I don't know sorts? because it was very final destinationy, and I feel like it uh-huh. was some sort of message thing. Yeah. So is this? I'm. I'm I have to ask this. I mean, I want to find out was, what exactly the message is. It was scary. Is this possibly because you're getting into the crystals? Is this like another side of this? No, because I just still have my one crystal. Are you starting to think now crystal. you're clairvoyant? Is this I mean, I still love my crystal. I definitely am, you know, like shiny objects. It's not like mm-hmm. uh, like everything I think about all the time anymore. Right. But, um, but yeah, you think you have a message that you need to get out to the world. It kind of, no, not out to the world, but it was just very oddly specific. Okay. I think we need, it to, was I think we need to spread bizarre. this message, whatever it is that you've, you've discovered. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg <laughs> Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have lots of things to talk about today, but I do want to remind you that this Sunday, Sunday August Sunday. 26th, is the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornhole Tournament. And it is going to be a ton of fun. And we want to see everybody out there at Landmark Saloon this Sunday. So why don't we tell, tell everybody a little bit about what happens that day? Well, starting off, 11 a.m., the doors will open. Doors are open. It's free for everybody to attend. This is not a ticketed event. This is for everybody to come down. 11 a.m., around 11.30 or so, live Fun Employment Radio show outdoors. Yeah, we'll be doing it outside. So I remember there was some confusion last time when everyone's like, why isn't it inside? We're going to be outside. So you get to like bask in the beautiful late summer, early autumn morning. And uh, listen to our uh, it's gonna our be whimsy. Great. Yes. It's going to be really nice. And I'm too. so excited right now, Greg, because I just got uh, an alert right now that all of the things that I ordered for the Brewers Cup, all of uh-huh. the fun little trinkets and things, all simultaneously just came in like right now. Oh, that's awesome! I know because I've been because little... there's some cool stuff that's going to. We be have out some there. prizes um, that we're going to give away. Some like specific things that will only be available on Sunday, yeah. which, um, yeah, that'll which be we the had only time. made, which we had crafted and are sitting And there's a chance a for you to get your hands on some of them. Yes. So that's this Sunday, August 26th, at the Landmark Saloon. So we'll have the live show, and then it'll be the Brewers' Cup, in which we're going to have 16 different breweries from Portland and Oregon and Washington. We'll all be there. Can, um, I, can I do a list of all the breweries? Yes. Let me just explain really quick. They're all going to yes. be there, and they'll all have one of their brews on tap. Now, which brew it is, you'll have to be there to find out, because honestly, I don't even know which ones they're going to have from each one of these breweries. But Sarah has the list of them. Why don't you list off the different breweries that are going to be there? All right. So we have a full lineup here. So we have Reverend Nat's Hard Cider, Worthy Brewing, Culmination Brewing, Migration Brewing, Deschutes Brewery, Rainier Beer. But Rainier with a special new but beer. Rainier with their new beer that just came out uh, probably like less than a week ago. Yeah, it's like a draft. Be, yeah. It's their new draft that they have. Uh-huh. Uh, Rogue Ales, Modern Times, Founders, Ninkasi, Elysian, Double Mountain, Everybody's Brewing, Terminal Gravity, Dirty Pretty, and Freem Family. Yeah, Freem. Yeah, yep. Freem is a really good beer, too, from uh, Hood River. And they were just added on. Yeah, it's... I mean, all of those breweries, I've had a beer from all of them, and they are all absolutely, absolutely delicious. Oh, yeah. Um, but I'm really looking forward to it. So all those different breweries are going to be there, and part of what's going to go on is that you are going to be able to uh, help determine a winner. So we're going to have a 
Brewers Cup champion. That's part of the Cornell. So that's tournament. the person who wins like the Cornell thing. Plus, all these people get like really into it, and oh, it's fun just to watch. It's fun and uncomfortable and hilarious. And then the other party is the People's Choice Championship. So every beer that you buy that day, you'll get a little token, and that token you use to vote for your favorite brewery. At the end of the day, the brewery that wins the most tokens or gets the most votes, they win a three-month tap handle at Landmark Saloon, which means their beer is guaranteed to be on tap there for three months. That's worth a lot to them, so they're going to be competing for your votes. So you come down there, be a little wishy-washy about it. Be like, I don't know who I want to vote for. Make sure everybody can hear you say, I don't and then, know who I want to And then maybe for. like look at somebody's uh, like shirt and be like, oh, oh, I wasn't sure if I wanted this Elysian brewing or not. I'm just picking somebody out. Right, yeah. And then if you see someone with the shirt, it's like, oh, well, what do you think of Elysian? I mean, I was thinking about trying it. I don't know. And then maybe... Maybe they might help you. you out. Yeah, they might help you yes. decide where to vote. We we have said this. Uh, bribes will be tolerated by them bribing you. So that is tolerated. Uh, they can bribe you for your vote. So it's going to be a fun day. Just come on down and hang out with us. Uh, we'll have raffles all day long, too. So uh, join us this Sunday. August 26th at the Landmark Saloon, 447 Southeast Division, for the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Court Tournament. <laughs> Third annual. All right. Sarah. Yes. Now, beside that, hopefully we all make it to this weekend. So, Sarah has something she'd like to share. I don't with have us. a. Ma- it's just, it was really weird. And, and Sarah wrote me this morning saying, I just had this really strange. Dream and it was and it was a morning and, dream. Do you have you ever had those? Because I could not sleep last night for the life of me. I don't know why. Like I fell asleep and then woke up in the middle of the night at like three o'clock in the morning and just flipped and flopped like back and forth all night. Fell back asleep at like six thirty in the morning, maybe, uh-huh. and had this like entire like epic like I don't know like twelve hour long it seemed dream in the course of like a half an hour. Wow. Yeah, which is, dream dream time is weird, because I felt like I was in there forever. But this one in particular seemed to weird you out more than anything. It did, because I haven't had one of these in a long time. I remember, like, a long time ago when I was on the Rick Emerson show, uh, when we were, I think, when we were on uh, AM 970 Solid State Radio, I remember having this really oddly specific apocalypse dream that I remember just as clear, and it was this one where these... um, Did it come to pass? Uh, not that I, I don't know for sure, but it Wait, was the like the apocalypse didn't come to pass. I was like, can you believe it? But it was some <laughs> weird thing where I was at like a carnival, and all of a sudden everyone starts running around, and I see these these dots up in the sky, and I look up, and these things are coming down, and they're these toy soldiers, but um, they're like actual human size. Wait, like all, toy soldiers, like the little green ones, like the little green ones. They have like the guns, uh-huh. or like they're sitting there, but they're all frozen, and they are like in their toy soldier thing. But as they would hit the ground, they would animate and start like walking around. Wasn't there a movie about something like that, about toy soldiers coming to life? I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think, there, I, think, I think there was something like that. But this like one was just them coming out of thing. the ground. And, and they were like weren't, life-size? They were life-size. They were like man-size. <laughs> and then they had parachutes. And they all just started falling down the second they hit the ground. And they were bright blue. And oh, they bright would just blue. Start, okay. Yeah, and they would just start walking around. And it was like some sort It was fucking creepy. Anyway. So I vividly remember that one. This one last night was different because I was at a concert. There was this huge concert going on. And uh, everybody... At, like, you just had a dream about a concert where it was the, with, you know, Lady Gaga and Matt Damon. That's true. This is a different... Yeah, it was a completely different venue. Now, were you going to be performing at this? No, I was not. Like, I wasn't actually... I was trying to get a ticket to it, but I wasn't able to get into this concert. Okay. So I was stuck outside. 
And uh, I was hanging out at some uh, at this like place. I think it was somebody's house, uh, and with a few friends, and we were just kind of uh, hanging out, having like a beer or something. And I look out the window, and I see all the smoke on the horizon. Which I know there's smoke here right now, right. which yeah, could be something. Smoke, yeah, but there was kind of like a fires. fire set, and you could see this fire that just continued to grow uh, across the horizon. Oh, and like, like it was that's starting? freaky. And then all of a sudden, over the hill. I start to see people running down, and they're all running, and they all have machine guns. Oh, it's fucking terrifying. So, again, where were you at? I was outside of this concert venue. Outside of the concert venue. Everybody was in this concert, and I was with a couple other people. Who was performing? It was, I know it was some sort of, like, ska show. (laughs) Okay. I do know that. All right. I don't know why I know that. Okay. Uh, It was a ska show. And um, and then all of a sudden I see these like military trucks flying over this hill where like everything's burning in the background and it's packed with people and they all have machine guns and like these little um, things that they're throwing at people they're like little bombs or something like grenades not grenades they look like something out of a video game but, okay um, but all of a sudden I knew that they were just coming to like murder us all and that this oh, was boy. like the end of times so I grabbed the people in- inside and we're like run and start running. And I jump into, like, this ravine thing to try and hide from them, and then somebody sees me, and they take one of the bomb things and throw it at me, and then all of a sudden I'm like, and I wake up, and it was, like, three minutes earlier again, and I was standing in the same room looking out the window with the same people. Wait, you're having, like, a Groundhog Day situation? It was, like, a Final Destination thing, where, like, you get to see, I don't know. Explain the Final Destination. Final Destination, like, the premise of it was... um, Like, the first one is on an airplane, and this person, they're going on, like, a school trip, and they're going to Paris or something, and all of them are getting on the plane, and one of the people on there, they're on the plane, you know, starts having problems, and a bunch of people die and whatever, and they wake up, uh, like, a few minutes later and realize that it's a dream, and they haven't taken off on the plane yet, so they're trying to convince everyone to get off the plane. They're like, the plane's going to explode. Okay, so somebody had a vision. Had psychic vision. Nobody believed him. So a few people got off of the plane with the person that was freaking out, and then in the background, you see the plane taking off. Sorry, this is a spoiler alert for like a 20-year-old movie. And and you see the plane in the background as they're all trying to console this person, and it blows up. Okay. So they did predict it, but uh, death is basically they were supposed to die on that plane. So death kind of hunts them one by one. Okay, so comparing that to your dream, you didn't have that. You uh, you went back in time. No, like so it was the same it. thing. Yeah. So all of a sudden, I was standing back where uh, the concert was still happening, and it was a couple minutes before because I saw the fire slowly starting in one thing, and I realized that I, um, that it hadn't actually happened, and I had just seen it about ready to happen. Do you know where you were in the world? For this, it was For this ska show. <laughs> it, there were lots the of fields. It, there were lots of fields. It was warm. It wasn't. It didn't feel like the Northwest. It felt like some sort of um, like hotter, like tropical climate. Like not okay. tropical. Like like, um, like Africa or something. I would I would picture something okay. like that. Right. It was yeah. Oh, was, okay. So you weren't even okay. No, I didn't feel like it was in. Like I was kind of the the house I was in. It was it was more of like a hut kind of thing. But okay. Um, yeah, and so I see this, and all of a sudden I start trying to convince my friends. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, there are people coming with machine guns. We've got to go. We've got to go. And I'm trying to – and one person comes with me, but the rest of the people stay there. And, like, they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm telling them that I saw it. They don't believe me. And I see the fire go across, and then I see the people start running down the hill. It's the same exact thing again. And the truck but with this the people and the machine guns. Because but you this already time, knew what was going to happen. This time I get out of the house, like – I don't know, like 20, 30 seconds earlier with the one person that believed me. Okay. And meanwhile, there's the rest of the people who weren't in there were like all, it was, it was fucking freaky and weird. And so I knew like where the person had thrown the bomb at me before. Uh-huh. So I avoided that place and went this the other like, direction. Like you're playing a video game. 
Yeah, I don't play video. I, yeah, it was. Yeah, it's kind of like a video game scenario where it's like, okay, nope, they got me this time, but now I know where this is going to go, and then you try to figure oh, it weird. out. Oh, uh-huh. weird. Yeah, I've. Mm-hmm. I yeah, don't you try need- to piece together the puzzle of where you could go safely. And uh, that was kind of what it was. And so I grabbed the person that came with me. I think it was Lily. I'm pretty sure. Our friend... Was I there? Mm, I think you might have been at the concert. I don't okay. know for sure. All right. But we ended up escaping, and then all of this stuff... And then for some reason, I was wearing a bright red sweater... And one of the people who was, like, trying to help, they were, like, in one of the invading people, but they were just like, take off your sweater. Don't wear red. They will, they will kill you if you're wearing red. What? So I had this red sweater, and so I took off my red sweater, and immediately people stopped trying to kill me. So, like, I kept telling everyone, like, take off your red, because they kept, like, shooting people. And they would kind of, like, poof. Like, they weren't getting murdered. It was like a video game. So they just, like, turned to dust? Yeah, they would just kind of poof. Okay. It was odd. So, but the concert was still going on. And meanwhile, so it was like end of times out there. So I was trying to get back into the concert to let everybody know that all this stuff was happening outside because they didn't know. And the concert was getting ready to be released. Weird. Yeah, it was. So. It was strange. Huh. I don't know. But the, the weird like rewind thing where all of a sudden. How many was, times did it rewind? Just that one time. Okay. Yeah. But it went on a long time of me, like, running through, like, this village kind of thing, like, trying to um, rescue. There were some, like, kids that were Oh, you rescued people? So this went on for a while. It it went on for a very long time. So you're running around, like, warning the other people? Mm -hmm. Like, hey, run, they're coming with the So I ran into the concert venue, and I was trying to tell people, and nobody believed me. They're like, you're being crazy. Who was playing? You said it was a ska concert. I I don't know. I think it was some, I I don't know specifically who it was, but I saw lots of plaid pants. Real Big Fish? It was, I think it was that, or, like, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones or something. Okay, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, my way, Boston's in Africa. It was very odd. That's very strange. Yeah. Okay, so what do you think this means? I like, what don't have you watched or nothing? I haven't even watched anything on on my computer. It's being in noted a in, couple the, days. in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you're a live supporter, funemploymentradio.com slash supporter. You can join the club um, and take a look at this anytime you want. So you don't have to listen live. You can always go back and check it out. $69.99 a month. The first week is free. Uh, a and I'm sorry, I know this might so, be totally boring, but it was just, it was so vivid well, I and so specific. I want to know a couple specific. of things about it. Vicky says, uh, uh, I haven't read or listened to The Outsider, which I know you're listening to now. I have listened. Uh, she asked, it's could not this like have that. triggered this? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't think The Outsider it doesn't sound like that. Um, and that's the book by Stephen King. Go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Audible link. Pick that one up. Um, John says it's kind of like Edge of Tomorrow. That's true. It does, does sound Edge of Tomorrow. What's like. Edge of Tomorrow? It's a Tom Cruise movie where... It's set in the future. There's an alien invasion, and he's fighting them. And he, and this isn't a spoiler because this is the whole movie. And he dies, and then he wakes up, and it's the same day again. And like everything's going on exactly the same. Where he's he's like, it, it all starts off in chaos, and everything happens the same way. Okay. So he slowly learns. You know, it's the classic like Groundhog Day thing. He slowly yeah. learns what's happening. That was exactly yeah. You know what it was like. Blah 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 things. He learns how the world is going to work for that day until he dies and stuff. So this is a little bit like that. I can definitely see that. Um, it was weird. The red shirt thing. Yeah, and some, I saw that somebody was pointing out red shirts like in Star Trek. Um, oh, yeah. Star the Trek red, red, red shirts red shirt. always do die. Yeah, the red yeah. shirts always die. Red shirts always get it. In case you didn't know that, that's a fun fact. Yeah. Yeah, Vicky just pointed that out. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. it was... It Why is very, red, though, important? I don't know, but I was wearing, I remember, like a bright red sweat, sweater, and as soon as I took it off, everyone, like, immediately... And they uh-huh. just left me alone. So is this something that you think you have, you're predicting that this is going to happen? I don't think so, but I, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Should we look up where ska concerts are happening in the world and maybe 
if there's any <laughs> giant ska tours I in know, Africa. It is like still 90s resurgence. <laughs> well, it's getting to like the tail end of the 90s resurgence, I think. But I believe that there are probably a lot of like ska-ish concerts going on right now. You think there's a giant ska, ska tour going on in Africa right now? There's <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> I mean, I can't say yes or no. That's true. Um, okay. So the color red. Oh, Carrie though, says is- red was also important in the sixth sense. Okay. Yeah, it was just a, they're just like take off the red, take off the red, and take you'll be fine. Take off the red, so uh, you're not wearing any red I'm right not now wearing for any red. those at home. Yeah. So is that something? Is that a color you're going to avoid for a while? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> well, I usually avoid red in the summer because of you know the the sweating. Oh yeah, <laughs> the sweating. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know totally what you mean. Um, it was just it was very strange and it happened so fast. It was so vivid and I think when you have dreams a lot, they kind of fade away. And this one, I can still. You know, as you start to wake up it's and vivid. you can remember pieces of it. Like I vividly remember the look of the of the field and the fire and the people and the concert and the red sweater. Maybe, maybe you have a movie on your hands here. Yeah, I don't know. It was I mean Sarah it sounds saves, like the movie's been already made over Sarah and over saves the again. World. Well, yeah, but you, you yeah, it has been. I mean that's a classic, you know redid you Yeah, it's like a day. retelling. It's a groundhog day. Yeah. But um but I, I you know, maybe you have something there. You know where you could turn this into a movie. I think we might have a might have a deal. What I would you call just... it? Oh, I don't know. What was the conclusion? Did you find out why they were angry? No, but I kept trying to warn people in the concert, and then they started to realize that something wasn't uh, right outside. And then I was kind of trying to hide because the people were still like kind of they were just really scary. It was mm-hmm. like a bunch of just really angry people um, running around. And then I woke up. Okay. So nothing was really learned or gained, okay. except for the fact that I knew I wasn't supposed to wear red. Okay, just don't wear red. Yes. That is Sarah's lesson of the day. Do mm-hmm. not wear red. That is the most important Also, thing. if you've never seen Final Destination, the first one is, like, terrifying, especially if you're afraid of flying. So um, go ahead and watch that. Have you never seen it? Seen what? Final Destination. Yeah, I've seen Final Destination, but it's been a long time. And I know it's a big movie for you because you bring it up because quite a bit. Because it scares me. It's yeah. so scary. It scares me. I'm already afraid of flying. Didn't they make like 10 of those or something? No, because it's also one of those things. It just played to, to each and every one of my little terror triggers. Yeah. Where it's like, <laughs> I remember at one point, like the person's using the restroom and they hear uh, John Denver's leaving on a jet plane. Leaving on a jet plane. Wait. And I started to get like these really weird ticks about flying. I think that's how my fear of flying kind of established itself. Not with that, with other things, but um, yeah, when I would hear particular things, like uh-huh. before I would go for a flight, like I would start to look into them as like a warning. <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. You are a crystal lady. I mean, and I think maybe this dream has more to do than we really Yeah, realized. the log truck one. I think that was the second one. That uh-huh. was, oh. Now, you said that you that Final Destination is not the ultimate origin of your fear of flying. What else is? Have we ever talked about that? Like, what is, what really, when did you become afraid of flying? We're not. This is, come on, no, it's, you know. Like most of us, like a lot of people, 9-11, dude. Oh, that scared me. Are you kidding me? I was oh, like, that was that was it. Yeah, that. Well, I had I really had a bad flight because that was right before. Um, that just seems to me like it's a different thing than no. Well, because what, before I flew to Europe when I was going to uh, studying in London in 1999 or er, in 2000, um, I didn't realize I some, that's what you were. I thought you were worried about like planes, you know, not working. No, that. Uh, uh, 
also planes not working. I mean, they also crashed other planes. Like it just everything about it okay. scares me. There's okay. so many different okay. levels. We don't, we don't have to go into it. That's not that was not the answer I expected. No, but that, that un- accompanied with also the most terrifying flight I ever took uh, on Aer Lingus, which happened before that, and that's kind of what started it. Aer Lingus, which is the flight, um, like the, the Irish airline. The Irish airline. It landed so hard in Ireland that did I like. All the side doors opened up, like um, like Pop the overhead down. compartments. Yeah. It hits our like people. Luggage sp- spilling out. Luggage was spilling everywhere. People's stuff was sliding down the aisles. And that's when I realized, I'm like, oh, fuck, this is terrifying. Yeah. Like, it's so, like. You're in a tube in the sky. In a tube in the sky. And a bird could take, like, get into the engine and do something. Like, yeah, that was, like, Cast Away and, like, every movie about a oh, plane crash. Oh, Cast Away, yeah. Yeah, those things just. Freak me! Out. I don't like not being in control and not being able to see the person who's who has my life in their hands. Yeah, Cast like, I, and I also fr- like freak out that the pilot might be drunk. <laughs> I mean, I think that's that has been documented. That has happened before, but I think for the most part, you're probably not going to have a drunk pilot. And there, usually, there's two of them anyway. You have a co-pilot too. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're. I don't think they're going to be. That now Edward's saying, is, I kind of worry about drunk pilots. A mechanic <laughs> that had a bad day and half-assed his yes, job. Yes, that kind of stuff is the stuff that keeps me up. Like it's when I, and especially when you're sitting in your seat and you hear, you know, when they're like repairing something last minute. I'm like, we're getting ready to go like thousands and thousands of feet into the sky, and you're just repairing something right now. Ah, uh, screws loose. That'll be fine. We'll get bolt it next right time. Now? Why are you doing it right now? <laughs> um. Uh, so I'm, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. It's just a whole bunch of, like, a confluence, because it seems like there are so many things that could go uh, poorly. But definitely it started with Final Destination. I th- some I, sort of mechanical failure, I would say, yeah. and some, like, explosion, because it just comes out of nowhere. I think about Castaway every now and then. Castaway is something that I definitely, I'm like, okay, if I landed on, you know, this desert island, or, well, it wasn't a desert, a desert island, you're going to die. But, I mean, at least there's something on there. I'm like, could I survive? Number one, I would start, I would go crazy within... An hour? No, I would last a little bit longer because I'd go through my face. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I survived. Oh no, I'm sad. Nobody else survived. Or where'd everybody else go? Oh, maybe there's hope. And then I'd be mad and then I'd go crazy. And that would take me about six, seven hours. Yeah. And then I'd be full on bonkers and I'd be talking to things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would start talking to things instantly. You start talking to things like like every day. Well, it took him like weeks you know, to start talking to the volleyball, mm-hmm. I'd do that right away. You mean Wilson? Wilson, yes, I know. Don't, which turned out not to be Wilson. The volleyball. Right. I would start doing that right away. I'd just be like, okay, this You'd is how I'm going something. to adapt. Well, because I think it would just be in a, in a <laughs> with the way I would adapt and the way I would survive is if I would just do that. I think that's what I would have to do. Okay, and also just really quick, going back to the fear thing, I don't believe it, it wasn't like. I want to. I'd like to specify this. It wasn't the whole terrorism thing. I think it was the repeated imagery of planes blowing up. Well, yes. that just really. I, I think understand. that was the traumatic. Well, no, I know, but no, don't I be know. dismissive. I just. I'm not to being say. dismissive, Sarah. I know that's a terrible thing. Yes, I'm, I'm not trying to dwell. Well, that's why when you asked me where it came from, I was like, mm. yeah, that's not. No, no, I understand. Yeah, that's not the answer I expected, so I just wouldn't know. Uh, Mike's also saying I would definitely open the uh, FedEx box. Yeah, I would open all the FedEx boxes right away. Well, you have to. They're like free treasures. Yeah, but he didn't do it. Remember in the movie? Spoilers for Castaway. Man, I haven't seen I don't really remember Castaway. No, he has all the FedEx boxes, and he waits. They're like presents for him that he waits and waits. But I'd be like, what if there's a goddamn, you know, GPS phone in one of these things. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm going to open the boxes. <laughs> if you're stuck on like, an island, you open you the boxes. Imagine you wait that long to open the boxes. He's got that one box, you know, at the 
And then finally he opens it and it's like, oh, homing beacon. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I waited this whole time. Oh, sorry, Vicky. It's, uh, I just spoiled some of the movie. I've never, Vicky just said I've never seen Castaway. It's a great movie, but it's very stressful. Yeah. It's a I don't stressful think anything's movie. spoiled by knowing that he crashes. No, he crashes. I mean, it's, it's all Tom Hanks. That on particular island. like plane crash, too, is one of the most terrifying pieces of cinematography. Yeah. Like how realistic. Like, it looks so realistic. Yeah. Uh-uh. It's a good movie. I think about it every single time I go to the bathroom on a plane. Yeah. Because that's where he is. He's in, he's in the restroom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, that is a, I mean, he is a, if you ever ha- have doubted Tom Hanks' acting ability to Greg's carry that Greg's standing movie, up for Tom Hanks Tom right Hanks now. is, Tom Hanks is goddamn amazing in that movie. I'm sorry, that is a good movie. But it's also terrifying. A quick thing of note, man, I know we need to get some World of Crazy and I've got some ball talk. Yes. Uh, in the live chat, I've been alerted to something. Now, this may be. Tell me. Something, maybe your dream isn't so out there. Because this is I'm true. A, I'm a, this is, okay, this is true. What? And this is, I want to give credit, uh, let's see, I think it was John that found this. So, your dream is about a ska concert in Africa. Yes. There's fire burning on the side and people are coming down with machine guns that are going to attack. Yes. Here's what, something that actually is happening right now. There's an international effort to create the world's largest radio telescope. With a square kilometer of one million miles, it'll be partially in Australia, but also in Africa. The acronym for this? The SCA Project. No, it's not. It is called (laughs) the SCA Project. I will tell you, I don't... Watch the news. So it's, that's I the acronym. I tried to look to see even I'm what not, the acronym stands thing. for. I just, I just haven't. Yes, I don't even see where it where it explains what SCA stands for. But it's it's called the SCA Project. Is that from like a legit website? Yes, yes. This is this is yeah. This is uh, SCA Africa. That's very odd. Yeah. <laughs> Anything with red? It's going to be a square kilometer, one million square meters of collecting area. Yeah, so wait a minute. We'll be co-located in Africa and in Australia. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't see anything about the color red. Huh. I don't know. Red was very important. I don't know. Maybe there's more to this than you think. All right. <laughs> it was... I don't know. Oh, it was Mike that found this. Sorry, just to clarify. Mike. Good job, Mike. That's kind of odd. You're a weird one, Sarah. You're a weird one. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Let's talk about some other weird ones so I don't feel so lonely. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, do you want some more coffee? I made some coffee. I'm good on coffee. I seriously had like three cups earlier. What? Yeah, you're kind of like rocking back and forth. What's going on over there? Um. All right, so I think we've had stories like this before. I don't know why anyone would do this, but this oh, is in square stuff. kilometer array. That's what it stands for. Thank you. Thank you. Scott, you're talking about yes. Okay. First up, police in South Carolina are on the hunt for a man who stole a red tail boa constrictor from a pet store by shoving it where? Oh, down his pants. In his pants. Why? On why would earth you put a boa constrictor shove? in your pants? I mean, why or are you just stealing take one it anyway? anyway but, yeah. yeah. So this is in Florence, South Carolina. So many Carolina. things I feel like could go wrong with that. Florence? How big of a boa constrictor? Uh, let's see. 
let's see. The Florence Police Department said security camera footage recorded a man estimated to be between 35 and 40 years old walking into the pet store and headed for the area where the snakes are kept. Snakes. Oh, boy. The store owner told police he heard a noise that he initially thought it was a rat moving inside of the cage, but the suspect soon started to act suspiciously. Squirmy. And hurried out of the (laughs) store. Uh, The owner reviewed the security camera footage and saw the man shoving the snake down his pants. It just, I, they just don't know why. I just realized I have another shoving things in their pants story coming up, too. So that's happening. The Not thing is, snake, too, though. I mean, if you can't afford the snake that you've got to steal it, how are you going to afford to feed it? Yeah, that's a good point. Because they eat mice and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You've got to buy mice. I don't know how expensive they are, but. Yeah, well, they were, yeah, so he was able to stick a red tail boa constrictor in his pants. The uh, police had said it's very unusual. Um,. It's a very odd occurrence for an animal to be stolen from a pet store. So you, it's usually only goods, not pets, that are stolen, but they don't look at the same news sites that I do. Yeah. There's been some. Yeah. That's not the first time we've seen an animal stuck down somebody's pants. No. Well, the suspect, uh, they do have images of him, and he is being sought on a larceny charge currently. And they want the snake back. Snakes. Sorry, my stomach's growling. You couldn't hear that, could you? Yeah, I could hear it. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. That was my nightmare in college. I used to always have to bring granola bars with me everywhere I went. Because in those huge auditoriums. Mm-hmm. Oh, it echoes, yeah. Oh, my God. And it's done. The, and I would just sit there not able to concentrate and so nervous that my stomach would start making noises. <laughs> and so I would like have to like slowly eat a granola bar the entire time to make sure that I had something in my stomach. So my nightmare just came true. Cool. At a... Now, you were talking about the Fayetteville? Fayetteville? Well, you asked me before the show, yeah, where Fayetteville was. It's Arkansas. Yeah. It's Ar- okay, Arkansas. Fayetteville. It's Fayetteville. All right. Well, the story is out of Fayetteville, Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah, Fayetteville's Arkansas, right? I don't know. Let me make sure I'm not wrong on that. but I'm... It yeah. doesn't reference Yeah, it. Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're fine. All right, so out of Fayetteville. I like to make sure I know. Sheriff's Office of Fayetteville have arrested a woman who helped her boyfriend escape from the county jail last month by successfully posing as a deputy from California to get him released. That's some acting skills right there. I mean, it's almost impressive. So this is Maxine Feldstein, 30 years old, was arrested in connection with forgery accomplice to a third-degree escape and criminal uh, impersonation. So Feldstein, I'm just not Feldstein, not Feldstein. Feldstein's boyfriend, Nicholas Lowe, was at the Washington County Detention Center with a hold for, for also criminal impersonation. Um, a couple of con to, artists. According to a probable cause. Uh, Feldstein, who had bonded out earlier that day, uh, called the Washington County jail staff and identified herself as Deputy L. Kershaw with the Ventura County Sheriff's Office. She also provided a forged VCSO document releasing uh, the agency's hold on Lowe. So it took them two days to figure out that it was a forgery. Wow. Two days they I were mean, on the run. That says a lot about <laughs> the justice system. You can walk up, just walk up and be like, uh, oh, all right, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah let him go. Him. Yeah. So they, on- and they so only... So she dis- said she was going to transport him back to California? Yes, and they only realized By herself. After the actual deputy who was coming to transform him two days later came and there's like, uh, where's the prisoner? And oh, they're like, oh, we go. already... Had- yeah, so they didn't even catch on to it until the actual um, VCSO deputy called to say he was on his way to pick him up. How did they get caught 
If they had two days to run. Well, the sheriff's office discovered through um, through video surveillance that Lowe told Feldstein to pose as a VCSO deputy when she visited him. Lowe said that Feldstein should tell Washington County that VCSO was, quote, having issues with overcrowding and all low-priority extraditions had been suspended. So they know, like, the jargon. Yeah. So... So Washington County later confirmed that VCSO document uh, Feldstein used was fake and that there isn't a deputy, in fact, existing named L. Kershaw. Why wouldn't you even just call to verify that? Yeah, so it took them a while. Let's see. Well, so they were out two days before they figured it out? No, so she was arrested on August 17th. Uh, They left, so she was able to jailbreak him on the 27th of July. How did they get arrested? Why wouldn't you just run? Like, th- you have three weeks? No, I don't Wait a minute. Know. So, so they were discovered two days, so they had three weeks that they were out on the run. Yes. So they discovered two she, days after she, she jailbroke him on the 27th of July. They discovered it on the 29th. They discovered it on the 29th. The they were arrested on the 17th of August. Okay. Yes. Where did they go? Uh, it doesn't say. Because um, that's what I'm County, curious about. Like, what did they do with all that time? Later confirmed the VCSO document was fake. All right. uh, Lowe was also arrested Friday and faced a felony charge of second-degree escape. I don't know if they just went back to where they were from or thought that they'd gotten away with it. Oh, the couple... I, I just looked it up. Uh, the couple traveled to Independence, Missouri, where they were arrested again. All right, so they must have been recognized or something. Yeah. Well, Feldstein and Lowe are being held. Oh, look, now they're back together, being held uh, at the Washington County Detention Center on bonds of 16500 and 15000 respectively. Uh, They both have hearings, oh, twin hearings set for September 5th in Washington County Circuit Court. Okay, it looks like there's a little bit of a meth situation in the past. Oh, I thought that they were clever. Well, possession of meth or cocaine with purpose to deliver, so maybe they were just dealing it. I bet they were I don't know, like, I, I'm i just kind of, I know I shouldn't be, but I'm just kind of impressed. Yeah. Just no, it is. Bit. I'm just disappointed. That they got caught? Yeah, I mean, if you go through all that effort, like, how do you get caught like that? I mean, forging all those documents, walking in, like, that's balls of steel, walking in pretending to be. I mean, wouldn't you just go into hiding? I would think so. Granted, you know, I don't know what it's like Change to Change your identity, lamp. like in the fugitive, buy a box of black hair dye? Isn't there somebody you go, they could go to a motel room, and then this guy makes you a new passport? Your name is now Sasha. Do you think you know anybody that could get a fake passport? I know a guy. You do not know a guy. I know a guy who knows a guy. I would say you'd know a guy who knows a guy, but I mean, I always wonder if, I like, I have no idea. I've never. I've like, never I do think about it sometimes. If I know, if I do know somebody who does that kind of stuff, I'm sure we do. Out of all the people we know, I don't, that's a pretty big, pretty big crime. Pretty big. That's pretty big. Pretty, pretty That's, uh, big. So you're going away for a long time. Passport All right. So anyway, they're... Yeah. So anyway, they are... I have an actual passport. I'm not forging a passport, in case anyone's listening. But I mean, if you were on the lam and you were falsely accused... Stop saying on the lam. Yeah. Okay, so there are the pictures years. of them. <laughs> Her meth, him coke. Yep. That looks about right. All right. And finally, have a story out of a Louisville man who has been arrested. Louisville. Louisville. Wait, how? Louisville. 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 (coughs) Excuse me. Elliot. Elliot. Louisville man. A Louisville man. Stole 99 packs of Pokemon cards from a store out of spite 
because he didn't like the way a store employee was antagonizing him. Wow, he sure showed them. By How were they arrested. antagonizing him? I'm so glad that you asked me. Uh, well, Louisville man, Louisville, whatever, a man was arrested Louisville. after police say that he, he stole several items, including 99 packs of Pokemon cards. Exactly 99 packs of Pokemon cards from Family Dollar, which might be related to my favorite store, the Dollar Tree. According to an arrest report, this happened at the Family Dollar on Taylor Boulevard just after 1 p.m. August 17th. Police uh, received a report that a white male in a red shirt red, uh-oh, uh-oh. had been shoplifting Call at the back. store. Now when officers arrived, they allegedly found 33-year-old Michael LaRocco walking away from the store, carrying several items of merchandise in his hands that he did not pay for. Police say he matched the description of the suspected shoplifter. When police confronted LaRocco, he admitted that he had already planned on taking the merchandise from the store... But when an employee antagonized him about his thievery, he decided to take it more out of spite because he didn't like the way she was treating him. So he was going to steal it? He was going to steal it, but then he 100% committed out of spite yeah. because he was mad that the person okay. didn't want him to steal it. Okay. It sounds like a real All right. real thinker. Yeah, he's, you know, showing him. Well, police say that boss. not only did LaRocco steal 99 packs of Pokemon cards, he also got himself, himself a pair of shoes and socks, along with a package of chopped ham that he had stuffed into his underwear. Well, if you're going to be opening up all those cards, you got to eat. You yeah. need a snack. So in total, police say he took merchandise valued at over $120. While LaRocco was arrested and charged with theft by unlawful taken. Well, that's not right if it's a dollar store. Yeah, well, I guess I don't know how much the ham was. I mean, the ham, I mean, everything's usually a dollar. But it was 99 packs, correct? This is $120? $120. He stole 99 packs of Pokemon cards, a pair of shoes, and socks. So oh, that would be, gotcha. Right. No, so that I would be... to add that in. $101, adding those two. Well, the shoes and socks are probably more. The shoes are more than a dollar. That's true. That's true. And it doesn't say how many packages of chopped ham that he shoved, not in his pants, in his underwear. So, uh, that's happening. Okay. But he was wearing a red shirt. Uh-oh, is that a tie? Oh, I don't know. Oh, oh. oh, family dollar is just cheap, not 99 cents. All right. All right. So it's one of those, like... No, you're a connoisseur of the dollar stores. I love the dollar. I'm so looking forward to making the gift bags for, um, for the Brewer's Cup this Sunday. I have, like, been looking forward to going to the Dollar Tree all week. I know. So excited. <laughs> there you have it, my friends. There is your world of crazy. Crazy. Excellent world of crazy, sir. Oh, Greg, thank you. I, uh, I do have a couple of ball talk stories. You do? I do indeed. I feel like it's been a while. Well, there's not a lot going on in the world of ball talk right now. That's true, because it's like, kind of all the slow sports season, are kind of, isn't it? Yeah, there's nothing really happening. Yeah. Other than, you know, bad things. Those aren't that fun to talk about. So it's still a small ball talk. Oh, God, my stomach's going to growl again. I can feel it. It is now that you're thinking about it. I know. Totally that's what I have to, like, this is why I... Oh, no. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. God damn it. Did you hear that? Yep. God. I sure did. Oh. All right. I only have two things. For those of you that are fans of El Football. 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 Which is foreigner for soccer. 
<laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I thought it, in my mind, I thought that would be funny, but it wasn't. Um, soccer. So if you're a fan of high-end soccer, Spain's La Liga is going to be now, they've now announced that they're going to, they struck a 15-year deal to play at least one league match in the United States every year. So La Liga is kind of like the highest end of soccer. I'm sorry, I'm trying to concentrate on my stomach. Premier League, La Liga. Yeah, no, I assume that that sounds very fancy and very soccery. Yes, means they're going to be bringing, you know, Barcelona and... No, I'm sorry, what? Barcelona and Real Madrid (laughs) over here. I've been to Barcelona. I couldn't bring myself to do it to the list. Oh my God, it sounds so bad. It's such an awesome city. Barcelona is really cool. Focus, Greg. It's it's such a cool city. Anyway, La Liga going to be playing here in uh, in the U.S. one match every year. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I would like to go and see that. And going from the class of world football to American football, we have this: the the Oakland Raiders will soon be the Las Vegas Raiders. They've Why got- is Las Vegas getting everything? I don't know. They have the Golden Knights now. They have yeah. NHL. Now they have... Where are our teams? An NFL team. We're yeah. getting hosed over here. Yeah, well, we're not doing... Las Vegas is more fun than Portland. That's what it comes down that to for a, for a lot of things. And, Don't talk yeah, about have our a lot of money. smoky, dirty city like that. I mean, that's kind of what the case is. I'm getting a phone call. Should I answer this in the middle of this? Or hold Uh-oh. off? Uh, whichever you'd like. I don't know. We could try it. Do it. See what happens. We'll see if this is a... Spammer. Oh, no, they hung up anyway. Never mind. Well, right. you tried. I tried. So, the Las Vegas Raiders are going to be there in 2020, and they're building their stadium right now. And it's been announced that their new stadium is going to have, according to this, uh, retractable doors, a glass-domed roof, a grass field, and a jail and a courtroom. Because Raiders fans are crazy. <laughs> They're going to have in the stadium an actual courtroom and a jail. So for Raiders fans who commit offenses, yeah. they can go immediately most, to the courtroom. Do and jail. most places have like some sort of holding cell? A holding area? cell. That yeah. Could, yeah, a lot of them have a holding cell, not a courtroom. Where they'll just, they've got a judge that'll be there and it'll just will be like, yep. They'll run you right through the system right there. Wow. Now, I guess they have these on the strip in Las Vegas on the Las Vegas strip also. <laughs> that makes sense. Which does make sense. But yeah, it's just it's gonna be <laughs> Raiders Court. That's what it's gonna be called? Well, no, that's not what it's oh, okay. but that's basically <laughs> what it is. Because the, their fans are known to be a bit rowdy. So I wonder now, the Philadelphia who the ju- Eagles if- also have this as well. So is there gonna be a judge that's gonna be just sitting on the bench like Yeah. During every Raiders game? Yeah. Oh wow. Waiting for them to screw up. You can sit there and just be like boom. Yeah, the, oh, okay, the Eagles used to have it at the stadium. Now they moved it, like, just, just down the street, I guess. But, yeah, they've got... There's a judge for it. So we need to commit a crime at the stadium. That's pretty... Yeah. You'll be sentenced right there. Yeah, that would probably keep people at bay a little bit more. If you know, like... Maybe. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Raiders fans are crazy. Mm. If you're a Raiders fan, you know that's true. I've never been to a Raiders game. I've never been to a Raiders game either, but yeah. they're they're crazy people. I know enough to know that. I remember some of the scary kids growing up would wear like the Raiders jackets. <laughs> well, <laughs> that weren't scary at all, but for some reason they looked like they were the bad. Ooh, boys. they're wearing Raiders jackets. 
Well, anyway, there we go. That's all I had now. That is the conclusion of Baltimore. Do you think we're ever going to get a new, like, any team Portland, Portland will probably get Major League Baseball. Okay, awesome. That's probably what's going to happen. Major League Baseball has stated that Portland's on the high, high end of getting the next team. But right now, there's two teams that they have to secure stadiums for, um, It's which is also an Oakland's team. The Oakland Athletics are threatening to move unless they get a new stadium. And then the Tampa Bay Rays. So if either of those teams moved... Portland, especially if Oakland did, Portland would be high on the list to get the team. Okay. Um, but probably that's not going to happen. So once they get those stadium deals fixed, then they're going to talk about expanding. And they, they have to expand one west, one east. And Portland's really the only logical solution. Quite honestly. I mean, there's not that many more, unless they went to Vegas again, but I don't yeah. think they're going to get three. Ve- Stop being greedy, Vegas. You, you have I don't enough. think Vegas is going to get a baseball team, okay. not with NFL. And Portland's the only one on the west coast that... I mean, California's got five. We do have the Portland Pickles here, though, Greg. Oh, my God. Sure do. Who needs Major League Baseball when you have the Portland Pickles? It's more affordable. Well, that's that's true. You still get beers at their games for $2, not $12. (laughs) That's true. You, You go ahead and make that argument, then. Okay. I will. Yeah, I think it's, it's going to be baseball. All right, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Also, huge thank you to Rose City Comic Con. Rose City Comic Con is coming up very soon, September 7th through the 9th, right here in Portland, oh, that's Oregon. Oh, just in a couple of weeks. Just a couple of weeks. Uh, so much going on at this thing. You can check it all out at rosecitycomiccon.com and pick up your tickets there. Get your tickets now. Check out which celebrities, if you want to get some autographs or meet and greets or the panels. <clears throat> like so many things to do such a fun way like you can kind of map out how you want to spend your day yeah I mean e- each day I mean because there's there's stuff all day long um, the panels are really cool too oh yeah like the panels are fun it's fun to learn about things that you're like passionate about uh-huh. or just dork out about ridiculous things that oh, yeah. you know that <laughs> you ordinarily wouldn't think about but it's like if this superhero were real, like mm-hmm. last year, like the Harry Potter wizarding gene, how would that actually work? Oh, yeah. It's awesome. It's so much fun. So check out all of that at rosecitycomiccon.com. Beautiful, Greg. So tomorrow, do we have an early show, Greg? Tomorrow's show will be live at 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Pacific time. For those of you who are members of the Supporters Club, for the members who listen to the podcast, well, you'll get it at the normal time when the podcast comes up. Ooh. Oh my gosh, Karate Kid's gonna be there. Both of them. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Wow. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. More <laughs> fun and pleasant radio. That count. Wait, wasn't Hillary Swank a Karate Kid at some point? She was in Karate Kid 3. Oh, right. It was so, terrible. So, two out of the three Karate Kids are there. Uh, well, <laughs> then you have to count Will Smith's kid, too, but. And also, Johnny's not a karate kid. Johnny was his opponent. It's okay. We'll just have to figure this out later. (laughs) Okay.